Hello, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gage, and you're listening to Pas de Deux with Sarah and Gage. This week we'll be talking about episode 10 of season 1 of Dance Academy, entitled Through the Looking Glass. How's your week, Sarah? Uh, pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, who are listening, I am on my school's newspaper staff. And this past week was deadline week, because we, like, release a magazine every, like, four weeks. So it was kind of stressful, but we pulled it off. That's good. Yeah. How, how was your week? I didn't do, like, anything. <laughs> you went to school. I went to school, but other than that, not much. Very relaxing. We went and got Mediterranean. We went and got Mediterranean food. We drove like 40 minutes to do it. Yeah, I don't know why we did that, but it was good. Yeah, but it's not even like good Mediterranean. Like it was good, but it's like a fast food place. Like slightly like, better than fast food. It's like, like, think like Subway upscaled, but Mediterranean. Like Pie 5, but Mediterranean. Pie 5? Is anyone going to know what Pie 5 is? I feel like that's like a yeah around us thing, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Like... Payway, but Mediterranean. Like, not... That's, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not, better than Subway. Not, so like, like, $5 fast food, but, like, $10 fast food. Yeah, like, fast food where you can still, like, sit down and not be, like... Not feel like you shouldn't be sitting down in a, in the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Like a McDonald's. Yeah, like, McDonald's feels... It feels weird to sit in a McDonald's. Yeah. I sat alone in the Subway the other night eating my Subway sandwich and listening to a podcast. Not this one. <laughs> What podcast? Nothing. Just a pod- I like to keep a little mystery about me, Sarah. <laughs> okay. I also don't like to promote anyone else's creative material, because we're the only creative material you should be listening to. You know who else creates mystery? Who? Aaron. When he doesn't tell Christian why he's hurt. Wow. <laughs> Let's get into it, shouldn't we? <laughs> Alright, so the Netflix synopsis for this episode... Is... Christian's best mate, Aaron, comes to stay and reveals the truth about the robbery they committed. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. It's okay. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously more to it. I guess the Netflix synopsis is more about revealing what's happening in at the very beginning of the episode rather than at the end so that it doesn't spoil anything. Yeah, but that's like... It makes for a bad summary for people who are rewatching and like trying to remember, like... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um... So yeah, let's get into the plot a little bit more. Oh great, let's start with the awful monologue. <laughs> oh yes. I'm out in the country, and I, I, it's better for people to blend in in the country to survive, or out in the bush, I guess she called it. Yeah. And Tara describes chameleons, but doesn't use the word chameleon. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is, like, she's like, she's like, once I saw this lizard blend into its surroundings by changing color, I'm like, just say chameleon. Once I saw a chameleon change color. That's all you need. Do they not have that word down there? Oh, maybe not. Hmm, interesting. Maybe the Australian mouth sheep cannot pull it off. Yeah, I mean... I don't know if that's a thing. Okay. <laughs> and so basically, um, we open up on pas de class, I believe. Yes. Yes. And, um, <laughs> uh, everyone's doing okay except for Sammy and Abigail. Seem to be kind of flailing about a little bit 
And um, Rain, Miss Rain says some really awful things to them. Yeah, Abigail's walking like out of class and is like, hey, I need a new partner, please, because Sammy sucks. And Miss Rain's like, well, uh, he wouldn't suck so bad if you weren't a sack of potatoes, Abigail. <laughs> oh my god. Like, what an awful, awful thing to say to someone. Because, like, that doesn't only insinuate that they're not, like, fluid with their dance, but also insinuates that they're, like, heavy and, like, floundering. Yeah, so... And that just, like, adds on to Abigail's already present body image issues. So she's in, like, their room. Her, her... Tara and Abigail's dorm room. Yeah. And she's looking at herself in the mirror, trying to like what she sees. And then she gets angry, and she shatters it with her foot. Yeah. She basically steps on it. More of a kick. More of a kick. Kind of like a stomp. Like, like it was like leaning diagonally yeah. up against a wall. She kind of like stomped into it. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> anyway, um, next we like move on to the, to like a male class where you see everyone's just doing some across the floors, some like normal dance stuff. And, um, you see someone who's presumed to be one of Christian's friends outside. Because he has a skateboard. He has a so skateboard, that's so that's how you know. So he's either, he's either a Christian's friend or just a guy who accidentally wandered into the academy. <laughs> yeah, I want to know how he just, like, walked in and then found Christian. Like, it's a pretty big building. And he could have been anywhere. And how did anywhere. they just let randos, like, come in in their hallway? Well, that's because, that's just because our school is treated like a high-security prison. Yeah, that's that, fair. Like, like, I think, I think... In other places, it might not be like that. But yeah, so, um, he, um, this guy then walks out and waits for Christian to, like, end class. And then the, he hits on Kat, who he runs into. She's taking photos of seagulls. Yeah, but in the most unconventional way I've ever heard someone get hit on. Yeah. He's, he basically just calls her ugly while talking on the phone to somebody else. While talking on the phone to somebody else, and then, and then she waits for her to respond, and then says, "It was rude for you to be listening to my conversation." <laughs> and I thought it was kind of charming. Like I know that that's really bad. Oh god! I liked it. I thought it was cute. I was not a fan. I was into it, but that's because I like getting beat up. Anyway. Oh my god! He thinks like he just—he's one of those guys who thinks like nagging is charming. But he's also, like, really ugly, and he's wearing a vest. Okay, he's not that ugly. His hair was awful. It was he's, bad. He's not that bad. Anyway, Christian walks up. Christian walks up, and Aaron calls him Cheddar, which was the only thing I could focus on for the entire rest of the scene. Because Shredder. Cheddar. It's Cheddar. It is. Are you sure? Yes, 100%, because later on he calls him Cheds. No. Yeah, no. Because it, 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 I it, thought it was Shredder, because he's, like, a no. Shredder in the skateboard. No, it's in the, it's in the Netflix, like, captions. As Cheddar? Cheddar. Oh. Oh, man. Why is he called that? I don't know. Okay. I couldn't... I literally couldn't focus on anything else that happened in the scene after that. Because I was just too focused on, why does he call him Cheddar? Yeah. That makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. And we also find out that the friend's name is Aaron. In this scene. Cool. Yeah. Really needed to know that. Well, I mean, names are kind of important. That's how yeah, you refer to people. They are. <laughs> so... Then we go back to um, Abigail obsessively practicing in the mirror. She's looking really frustrated with herself. I mean, when does she not? You know? And Tara walks up and is like, Hey, why'd you break my mirror? <laughs> and you didn't tell me about it. 
Like, it was just, it was, and then Abigail is <laughs> really not having it with Tara right now. Like, at one point she goes, Shh, to, like, stop Tara from speaking. Abigail's having some body image issues, I'll let it slide, but Tara doesn't know that, so. Yeah, Abigail's at prime bitchiness. Also, I can't believe that Tara walked all the way from their dorms in another building <laughs> with a broken mirror fragment in her hand just, just to shove it in Abigail's face and be like, you broke this? That's so Tara, though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, and then, we're, and then we're back, like, when Tara gets back to the dorms, they, like, they're all, like, everyone's hanging around with Aaron in, like, playing pool, just chilling out and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, Aaron tells everyone that Tara looks like a girl that Christian used to have this massive crush on. And I thought it was a fun comedic moment. Because Christian was... hasn't been shown to, have, like, have any, like, emotion thus far. Well, it's also kind of interesting because, like, in one of Tara and Christian's first interactions, he's like, you're not really my type. Which means he, he lied. lied. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um Ethan comes in and seems strangely combative with this guy. Like like wow, there can only be one white guy masculine presence in this room right now, and it's gotta be me. Yeah, I'm telling you, Ethan doesn't get along well with other guys. Yeah, he really doesn't so far. And <laughs> it's really strange how like I, I've been around energies like that in my own life. And they didn't, they never come across as, like, as strongly as Ethan's disdain for this guy did. Yeah. It was shocking. Well, it's a tween show. It's a so tween show. emotions so. are caricaturized. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, then, then, uh, Aaron ends up letting it slip that the reason that Christian's at ballet school is because he robbed a servo, which is a petrol station. Yikes. Because Christian hadn't told anyone that yet. Yeah, he was, like, telling fun stories about the times that him and Christian have had together. And everybody's like, what? What? And he's like, yeah. And Kat's like, no, it's okay, guys. He's joking. Like, they seem to, like, way overreact. Like, I guess it's kind of weird that they've robbed something. Tara's reaction was a lot. I feel like, yeah. Tara's reaction was, no, he did not. Like, it was, like, really, like, matter-of-fact, like, oh my god, I can't believe he'd do that. Yeah, like, you barely know him. Like, sure he could. Yeah. And also, like, not to mention that, like, in, at least in my opinion, not that big of a deal. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's kind of, like, we all, we all know that Christian doesn't come from, like, the most, like, economically high place. So I wouldn't be, like, I wouldn't be that surprised if it was done out of, like, necessity or something. I don't think it was, though. No, it wasn't. Well, so, maybe, like, for Christian, but I feel like for his friends, it was just, like, we're just, like, young and foolish. We're just young and foolish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so basically, like, um, it's kind of weird because then, like, Christian, like, goes outside and talks to Aaron and is like, is like, hey, dude, I didn't tell them that. And Aaron's like, well, I mean, this isn't really your place, right? And Christian doesn't say no. Mm-hmm. He kind of, he kind of start. You kind of start to see that he's like, oh, he's kind of attached, yeah, to this new place. It's, At least, if if only in the slightest. It's not just an alternative for prison. Yeah, like he's. It actually seems like he's like, he wants to be there. Pretty also, crazy. Also, Aaron mentions like, but don't you want to go to Indonesia and then we can go and just surf everywhere? Which I thought was interesting. Like, is Indonesia like a popular like dream vacation destination for australian teens 
Like, I feel like here, n- nobody's ever like, you know where we should go? Indonesia. Indonesia is close to Australia. It is more beach than land. So that's probably two of the major reasons that that's mentioned. That's interesting. It's the most ma- massive archipelago in the world. Yeah. Also, like, I feel like in a, the old US of A, we don't really dream of going to non-white places. Well, that's like, definitely people, true. Like, people, like, want to go to, like, Europe. Yeah, people are racist here. Yeah. Are people racist in Australia? I mean, they gotta be, right? There's racists everywhere. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so basically, um... Uh, that night, Aaron seeks out of the dorm that he's staying in with Christian. And, um... <laughs> There's a transition, and you can hear a police siren wailing distantly. And then Aaron comes back in, and Christian gets up, is, was up waiting for him, because he noticed that he was gone in the middle of the night. He was like, hey, where have you been? And then uh, Aaron's like, uh, nowhere. I did hurt myself, though. Got stuck on my board. Whatever that means. Yeah, right? I think it means, like, he fell onto it. That's that's the vibe that I got. Or I think it's like he like wasn't able to maneuver it in like a way that he was expecting, so the board like stayed still, and then he like flew off of it. Oh, I didn't think of that. I when he's when he said because he's holding like right here, I assumed he like fell onto it in some way that made it to like where it was like kind of perpendicular to the ground. Yeah. Like I assumed that he kind of fell on it that way. That would suck. And then Christian was like, "Where's your skateboard, then?" And Aaron's like. Uh, get off it, mate. <laughs> so, something happened that he's not talking about. Yeah. The next day, we, everyone wakes up, and Kat's like, hey, my camera's gone. What's that about? She just, she just lost it. And now everyone is a little bit paranoid about Christian, because he's like, you know, a thief. And his friend is a thief. And so they're like, hmm, well... It's possible, not saying likely, that it's, but it's possible that it was stolen by one of them. Probably the one that we don't know. And Christian overhears this and gets super defensive. What a surprise. Uh-huh. Overhearing happens all the time in the show. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, and so basically, um, Christian actually then goes and asks Aaron and is like, Hey, did you take Kat's camera? Because that'd be lame. Yeah. And um, Aaron is not having it. He gets mad at the accusation. He gets mad at the accusation because, you know, I don't know. Lots of formality in this. Mm-hmm. Kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, but then we then we go on to Tara and Abigail, who are going out to go buy a mirror on their lunch hour. Fun. Lunch half hour. Lunch half hour? Yeah, they're like... They went out to buy a mirror on a half hour? Yeah, they're like, we have half an hour for lunch. And then they go and, like, waste time looking at cake and, like, buying cake and chandeliers. Can you imagine? Like, I feel like I wouldn't be able to get anywhere meaningful in 30 minutes. Yeah, I know. Huh. But they did it. They did it. Well. Well, (laughs) we'll get to. Yeah. Yeah, but basically they, like, stop and look at cakes for a while and... um, Abigail has an encyclopedic knowledge of what the calories and grams of cake are. Which is also, like, you you can't know that, like, that would vary recipe to recipe. It's not the same for, like, the type of cake, no matter, like, who makes it and what the ing- exact I think she I think are. it's because she knew, she knew that bakery specifically. 
Oh, okay. I thought that's what I got because they would have to like because she was saying how much it like what mass it had, which means it'd have to be cut uniformly. Yeah. And I feel like she could only do that if she knew the specific bakery and how they cut it. I don't know. In Australia, are all the bakeries the same? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Anyway, um, so that's a red flag to, you know, Abigail's, like, body problems. Yeah. But Tara doesn't seem to... Obsessive, obsessive behavior about food is... Yeah, but Tara doesn't seem to really care much. She just kind of goes, hmm. Interesting. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so then they, they go into the antique store. And, um, there's kind of, there's some cute music playing. Uh, there's a, uh, uh, there's a brief moment where they talk to an old lady from Europe in there, the owner of the store, and she, sh- she shows Tara a music box, and while she shows Tara the music box, Abigail is, see, Abigail starts stealing things from around the store. Yeah, she decides to take something and try and stuff it in her purse. Yeah. <laughs> but she gets caught. And she gets caught and they get shoved in a closet. Which is illegal. Yeah, the wo- well, the woman was like, oh my god, Tara, you were only talking to me to distract me, you evil girls. And then, why does she have a closet specifically for shoplifters? I don't think it's for specifically it for, had a little, for shoplifters. It had a little sign on it about shoplifting. It did? Yeah, like on the door. It probably did that on the side, like just as like a, it was just a coincidence that they were both in... Like, the the shoplifting sign was next to the door. I mean, it was very purposely put in that shot well, by the yeah. people who created it. Yeah. But, um, there's a... Uh, then, then we were back in... We're, like, we're at Pas de Deux class, where obviously Abigail and Tara haven't returned. Because they're locked in a closet mm-hmm. by an old antique lady. <laughs> and, um, Miss Rain is like, hey, Christian and Sammy, since you both don't have partners... Be each other's partners. Be each other's partners. And they end up having a lot of fun with it. But, um... And there's a cute jump cut between, like, the pas de deux that Christian and Sammy are doing and the jumping that Tara and Abigail are doing, trying to, like, eavesdrop on the old lady. I I noticed that, too. I liked it. Yeah. And then, um... In the middle of pas de deux class... Like, there's it's jumping between, like, Abigail and Tara's problems and pas de deux class... And in part of the class, like, the police walk in and they're like, hey, Christian, we have to ask you a few questions. And so obviously everyone's like, oh, oh man. man, that's not good. <laughs> and, they, and then we find out that it's because um, the guys that Aaron's, Aaron is known to hang around with a lot ended up robbing a like an ATM, I think. Yeah. They, they called like, it a cash station, I think. They like smashed it. Yeah, smash and grab of an ATM. And they um and basically like Christian like it's on the night that Aaron went out and Christian ends up um covering covering for Aaron. What a surprise. Christian has loyalty to a fault. And um uh, yeah, and then we're back in back in the store, and Tara becomes a therapist for Abigail and her food and her like food problems. Well, not necessarily her food problems, but her control issues, which extends to her food problems. Yeah, that was interesting. It was interesting. Tara doesn't seem to really care though. Yeah, <laughs> like she well, because it's about like the stealing, and then she's like, it's about like the moment that I get away with it. Time slows, and I just feel in control. And then she's like, is that why you won't eat your cake? And it was like Tara. <laughs> yeah. How to read a room. <laughs> How to read a closet. 
Yeah, and um, <laughs> Aaron comes back for a little bit after he's already left because, you know, he's like, hey, Christian. You, did you cover for me? That's basically it. Yeah. And um, Christian basically is like, you know what? No, not this time. There's always an angle with you, and I'm not happy about it this time. So um, I'm not running away with you to Indonesia. Screw you. And um, Aaron says some really deep and cutting things about how he was never going to be able to change and never be one of the people at the ballet school. Yeah. It was rude, and it seemed kind of random. Like, it seems like what you would expect somebody to, like, say in that situation. Like, if you were, like, I don't know, like, reading, like, a cheap short story about it, you'd be like, this is the conflict. But, like, I don't know. Like, from Aaron watching him, like, he's doing well for himself. He's already changed. Yeah. At least, maybe not massively, but at least somewhat. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, (laughs) then Abigail gets... Tara and her out of getting the police called on them by acting really well. Mm-hmm. And, like, crying and being like, I don't know what's come over me. It's just, we have exams and I'm just so sad. And Tara's, like, impressed. <laughs> like, she definitely, like, makes a face at one point of, like, oh my god, she's a monster, but a good one. A useful one. A useful one. <laughs> and then, um, the end of the episode monologue starts. And Tara's like, we can't all change color like the lizard that I saw that one time, but we all have our own defense mechanisms. What's hers? Like, she said it like, I yeah, know. I know. And it's like, you were like nothing in this episode, Tara. <laughs> it's cute, though, that Abigail ended up trying to fix the mirror. Yeah. But it brings about a question. Why did they save all the glass shards? Huh? Weird. Oh, that's super weird. <laughs> like, did they dig them out of, like, their little waste basket to, like, put it back together? Maybe. Interesting. And then Christian's eating, and Kat's like, hey, do you want to talk? And he's like, no, but I'll eat one of your rolls. Which is kind of presumptuous. But it's, it's like, a nice little thing of, like, no, we don't need to, like, delve into it, but I still enjoy your company and, like, you as a person and we're friends. Yeah. And then you see a shot of Abigail throwing away her food instead of eating. Yeah, her muffin. Mm-hmm. Very sad. But it but it did end with, like, basically Christian um, getting, like, Christian, Christian being re-accepted. Or at least realizing that he never wasn't accepted, even after the robbing thing came out. Yeah. Like, it was cute. Because yeah. I, I know he, I like, you could tell he was really worried about that in the middle of the episode. Like, oh my god, they're never gonna, like, want to talk to they me anymore. They don't trust me, yeah. I liked, this isn't my favorite episode by any means, but I really appreciated, like, Christian's story. Oh, Because yeah. I feel like a lot of the time it's just, like, will Christian show up to his dance thing or not? And then that's how you see, like, how much he <laughs> likes dance at the time. And, like, this was more, like, you, it was more of, like, a... Very, like, subtle emotional things. Yeah, Of yeah. just, like, reading his vibe and seeing, like, oh, yeah, he's, like, trying to, like, feel good here. And is kind of vulnerable in, like, when people aren't treating him how well he wants to be treated here. Like, he, yeah. he cares about it. Mm-hmm. And so, I, that was nice. And it's good that he's maturing, and it was very interesting in contrast to Aaron, who, like, 
literally like robbed like a petrol station and could be going to prison for it but and then but would still go care. and like do other reckless illegal things yeah it's like christian's actually on the right track which is interesting because definitely early on it did not seem like he was going to be approaching the right track at any time yeah. Because he was very, you know, standoffish about the whole thing. Even if he showed up, it was very begrudging, and he, like, wasn't really showing any, like, vulnerability or, like, kindness or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, but now now you're definitely seeing, like, oh, Christian is, like, starting to integrate himself, starting to make friends, starting to actually enjoy his time here instead of just looking at it as a punishment. Yeah. It's wonderful. I love Christian's development, like, emotional development, because he, he probably... He probably starts at the lowest point and ends near the top over this season, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's more prominent over the series. Like, from beginning to end, it's, like, a huge change. It's just there are a lot of, like, dips, which I guess happens with personal growth, where, like, sometimes it feels like you're back at the beginning. Yeah. It's kind of frustrating to watch sometimes. Yeah, it definitely is. So it's a little frustrating to watch Christian's stories. Yeah, like, is he going to dance? Like, every time he has any kind of commitment to dance, like, I feel like I'm like, is it going to happen? Yeah, is he showing up or not? Is he going to show up? I don't know. Want to talk about fashion? Yes. Fashone? Yes. Wonderful. Aaron's vest was Aaron. awful. It was like a dress suit, like vest, but with like a t-shirt and jeans. Yeah, it was very Miles Kelly. Yeah. And I was not having it because at least Miles Kelly had like a cute face. Mm, this guy didn't even really yeah. have that. Yeah. <laughs> like his face was fine. He was very like Australian frat boy. Like I got like I got that vibe. Like, he, he didn't come across as, like, a um, a criminal. He came across as just, a, like, a privileged frat kid. I agree with that. Um, Who knows how to skate? <laughs> Tara wore a shirt with a rainbow on it, and it was Gay very rights. childish. Gay icon. Tara Webster. Wow. Wow. I'm so happy. That's, She's, like, right up there with Lady Gaga and Carly Rae Jepsen. That's so good. I have a newfound appreciation. Yeah, me too. Kat had, like, that color-blocked sweatshirt that looked looked like a Moreau painting. Or, like, me... I don't know how to pronounce it. But, like, the person who has, like, color in blocks and, oh. like, black lines, like, separating them. Oh, Mondrian? No. Yeah, that's Mondrian. I don't... Th- it is. Hmm. Let's look it up. We have the internet at our disposal. You keep talking. Um, anyway, really liked it. It was cool. Cat it wears like a dress and like a purple sweater and it's very standard. Her purple, her purple sweater, yeah. It's I very, feel like I've seen it before. Yeah, it's very standard. Like, oh, Cat's like trying to look a little cute, so she's wearing a dress and a sweater, but it's not like in the overwhelming like Abigail way. Oh, Piet Mondrian. Oh, I combined the first name and the last name in my head. Oh, oh perfect. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And or is it Piet Mondrian? Oh, I don't know. Probably. Hmm. The guy who did those panels with, like, the black lines and the colors between them. You know what I'm talking about. I, yeah, I described I'm that. talking to our listeners because they might not know who Montreal is. Okay, whatever. Is he even French? Why am I saying, like, Montreal? Because it sounds French. He might not be French. Could be anything else. Uh, Sammy has a v-neck and an open short seed plaid shirt. It reminds what a me surprise. a lot of you. But, like, old you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't wear shorts anymore. Right. <laughs> Sammy, Sammy's wardrobe is pretty standard. 
like throughout the entire series. There's a few surprises, but like this like this episode was definitely not any of them. No. <laughs> um Abigail was like alone in the studio and she had like a pink leotard on and one of those little like wrap over like yeah, skirts. Yeah, I liked what she looked like. And it in was that. really cute. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was really cute. I don't really know why, like, she'd feel the need to, like, buy a bunch of things in, like, different colors. Like, just use, like, your school stuff. Because I feel like all that stuff's expensive. But, like, it whatever. It is. But, I mean, Abigail really doesn't seem to care about money much. In terms of her art, her craft. Well, I, I feel like her family's, like, pretty well off. Like, I get that It definitely impression. seems like it. So far. Mm-hmm. She's a rich kid. She seems like one. Yeah. At the end... Christian was wearing a backwards baseball cap. It looked ridiculous. Whoa, don't come for my man like that. I I liked it. I thought it was... His head is too small. Or the hat was too big. Oh, there was a point in the middle of the episode where he was wearing like a hoodie and like shorts. Oh, I remember. Which I hate that. I don't like... I I don't like that look. I've never liked that look. People did that in middle school. Yeah. Probably because um, they were copying people who did it in high school because that was, like, the style of that time. It was? Maybe. Either way, I, like, saw him wearing the shorts and the, uh, hoodie and I was like, oh my god, Christian, come on, man. Yeah. It's like a baggy hoodie. Man. Like, really, nothing Nothing was a standout with the fashion this episode, like, that much. Except for Aaron, just because he was new and he had a different style than what we were used to seeing. And it was awful. It was really bad. And I would, like... A graphic tee... Like, not even, like, a plain tee underneath a vest. A graphic tee. Ugh. Nightmarish. Mm-hmm. But I really liked Kat's sweatshirt, and I would buy that. Yeah, it was fine. I guess the best read of the episode would be Abigail talking, like, or no, Abigail being called the sack of potatoes. That was pretty funny. But that's, like, rude. Like, that well, kind of passes, like, clever and fun shade and into, like... Yeah, Miss Raymond just just dug into like there was there was you're a sack of potatoes. There was I'm sick of the sight of you. Go to the back. Yeah, like that's just like harsh. Yeah, but there was also there was was also like Abigail being really mean to Tara in the middle of it, going like shh to -hmm. her. So like that was like pretty much just as rude as Miss Rain was being, and about the same level of clever. There are probably some things said to Tara when they were out shopping, but I don't remember them specifically. Yeah, Abigail, Abigail's fun. She knows how to be mean. Usually in a fun way. This episode is mostly just mean in a mean way. Yeah, because she's under a lot of like personal stress. Yeah, I mean, obviously. The mirror that they were looking at in the antique shop like totally wouldn't have worked for like what they were looking for. Oh, it was, it was so wide. Yeah, and even if they turned it the other way, that wouldn't like no. You just need a standard little mirror to put above your sink in your dorm room, like. Wait, there's a sink in that room? Yeah, they all have sinks in the corner. Oh my god, you're right. Sammy lost his contact down one of those in like the first episode. Yeah. Second episode. Yeah. But I didn't realize that. I yeah. thought that it was like a dresser that it, the mirror was over. Well, it might have been, but, like, I was just oh. trying to describe the vibe of the mirror they needed. Got it. Also, Abby goes, like, it's ugly, so you would like it. But, like, that mirror wasn't ugly. I li- I didn't like it. Oh. I didn't like the mirror. That was too one? ornamental. Both of them? Both both of them. I liked both of them. What, what are the both? Which well, two mirrors are we referring to? There's the original to? mirror. The original one was fine. The second one was ugly. Hmm. In my opinion. I disagree. That was too ornamental. It would go well, like, over a fireplace in a living room. Nope. 
Or, like, in a dining room. No, it's too, like, it's too China cabinet aesthetic for me. Yeah. I don't like China cabinet aesthetics. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, that's basically fashion right there. How the mirrors, the mirrors that... I love the music box. Sure. What? That was fine. What do you mean that was fine? It was very memorable to me. It was me. cute. Loved it. You know what I did love? What? That carrot cake, though. Oh, yeah. Oh. People, I, people do think carrot cake is healthier than other cakes, though. Yeah. Abigail was like, hey, um, carrot cake, which people think is healthier, has like a little bit more calories. But it has that cream cheese frosting, which will trip you up. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's when they mention that, I don't even know what Black Forest cake is, though. I don't know. I think it's chocolate. Yeah. Or, like, I, has chocolate. I don't like chocolate. So, Black Forest, it sounds like chocolate. Yeah. Let's look it up. Sure. Email um, us if you know what Black Forest cake is. We're going to find out right now. Not necessary. <laughs> Never mind. The part where, like, Abigail's hoisting Tara up so that Tara can, like, see over the wall... And then they fall, and then Tara laughs really hard. Her laugh was, like, very cute and endearing. Yeah. And I liked it. Black Forest cake is known is the same thing as devil's food cake. Which is chocolate. Yeah, which is just chocolate. It's German dessert. Which is, it's basically just chocolate cherry cake. Oh, that sounds good. No. <laughs> I don't like chocolate, so... I like chocolate and cherries. Wow. Amazing. (laughs) It's crazy that I like chocolate and cherries. It's cute that Tara and Abigail bonded, though. A little bit, A little bit. They laughed together, which I think this might be the first time that we've seen that since she was being fake in, like, the first two episodes. And it... She... Yeah. It won't lead to, like, big strides in their relationship, but it was, like... A shared experience. And when you have shared experiences with people, you're bound to be close to them. I agree. I do agree. I woke up early to watch these. And then I didn't end up even watching them. So I'm still... Like, I I mean, I watched these episodes. I mean, I didn't end up watching them early. Oh. So now I'm very... I'm very tired. So sorry if I'm yawning a lot. It's okay. I've been yawning as well. Also, whenever Abigail's lifting Tara up, she is like, wow, you're not even that much lighter than me. But, like, <laughs> have you ever lifted yourself up before? Like, you don't know, like, how That's true. that feels. That that seemed weird. That is, like, a weird... It's like, it's like Abigail, like, is knows how much things weigh by holding them, like, numerically. Oh. That's interesting. That's, like, a superpower. That's pretty cool. That's, that's a good mundane superpower. That's a boring superpower. That's why it's a mundane superpower. No, it's not a good mundane superpower. It's like a boring mundane superpower. What's the best mundane superpower that you know of? What would you... What, uh, okay. What's something... A, like, a mundane superpower. How, how are we defining it? Like, something that's, like, not literally, like, a superpower, but something that somebody's, like, weirdly good at. Like, and you're like, well, there's no really good explanation for why you're good at that. It's like how Joel is really good at running in sand. Oh, yeah. yeah. That makes no sense to the people. We have a friend named Joel who, who's really, really good, good at, at running in sand. <laughs> um, or, like, mine is that I'm, like, really good at being able to guess the time. Yeah. I mean, I, I was thinking I was thinking a good one would, having a knack, like, would be having a knack for knowing what the weather tomorrow would be like without looking at anything. Yeah. 
I liked that. Like, knowing if it was going to rain. I used to be good at that. <laughs> I lost, lost touch with it. A good one would never be, like, never, never, like, losing your wallet or keys. Always knowing exactly where they are. That's good. That's useful. Mm-hmm. I can't remember more of our friends' things. If you have a mundane superpower, email us. Yeah, email us what you think a a good mundane superpower would be. Yeah, that's a cute, fun, interesting thing. I mean, like, the ones that I always think of, because I think I I have a mundane curse on me, which which is is... that I always burn my toast. (laughs) Like, every time I make toast, I burn it. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, like, I want a mundane superpower that, like, is, like, something... Something like, I always cook chicken perfectly. That'd be a good one. That is a good one. Because chicken is hard. Yeah. It was last night. I would love to make good chicken. So much. Another one is that, like, Will, Will be, he said that he always pours, like, the exact right amount of milk in his cereal, so it's, like, not, like, too soggy. Like, he can eat it and never have to worry about, like, a soggy last, like bit of cereal. Okay, see, I pour... Okay, with cereal, I make my cereal... Like, I put so much milk in it that, like, at the end, my cereal is, like... Mush? No. I, I, not at the end of the experience, but, like, by, at the end of me pouring it, like, it's overflowing because the cereal is all, like, coming out of the bowl because oh, of how yeah. much milk I have in it. Why would you do that? I like it like that. So, technically, for me, I pour the right... I pour. I always pour the right amount of milk. Okay. But that's just for me. I don't think that's really a superpower, though, because you can just learn to know when How much, you like... Yeah, like counting? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. What do you think the, are What do you think are the mundane superpowers of the Dance Academy characters? Oh, what a great way to bring it back. <laughs> to reel it back in? Yeah. Christians uh, would be... <laughs> every time he walks into a room, it gets, like, a little bit darker. Lighting-wise. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... To make it easier on the eyes. Ethan's would always be that he, like, whenever he plays pool, like, the third ball that he sinks is, like, the number two ball. That's not even a suit. That's not even good. That's just something interesting. <laughs> <laughs> no matter if he's solid or stripes. Mmm. It Wait. No, that's not... I don't know how pool works. Oh, I don't either. Oh, crap. Well, we can't talk about pool if we don't know how it works. Crap. Cats would be her horrible fashion sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, the fact that people still find her, like, charming and attractive despite the fact that she wears horrible clothes. Yeah, but that's not a fun... That's not a fun thing. I feel like Abigail's is an encyclopedic knowledge of cake. Yeah. I mean, that's just memorization. And calorie counting. Yeah, that's just... That's just memorization to anorexia. Yeah. So... <laughs> Really super. Tara's is a naturally fit ballet body. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron's is Aaron's is a complete lack of respect for the people around him. <laughs> now I'm just naming characteristics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like like I feel like I feel like Sammy would be someone who would really know how to cook eggs. Yeah, like Josh. Oh, we have a friend named Josh, and he, he really he really cooks a lot of eggs. Like, that's his thing. I'll stop bringing up people that you guys don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, like, I think yeah, Sam, like, Sammy would be an egg cooker. Yeah, like, if he goes 
like on a weekend vacation with his friends, he's like, guys, I've got breakfast taken care of. You know? Yeah, that's so him. Yeah. That'd be his. Christians wouldn't actually be making the room darker. I don't know what it would be, though. I feel like it'd be that his shoelaces never come untied. Oh, that, w- that wouldn't be surprising. Yeah. Mm. Like, it's just never happened to him. <laughs> yeah. Abigail's would be that whenever she flips a coin, it's always heads. Oh. That'd be really handy. That would be handy. Yeah. But it's, I, I mean, I guess you can't really say always, but like maybe like 90% of the time it's heads. Okay. Like you, you wouldn't want to, it wouldn't be something that you could rely on, but it'd be something that you have an act for. Oh, Tara's actually being able to find four, four leaf clovers. We'll find that out later though. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's like <laughs> we'll actually about that something in, few, in the show. We'll talk about that in a few episodes. But yeah. Do you want to talk about anything, anything about the dances in this one? Dances and music. Nothing really stood out to me. Um, Aaron's little mockery of ballet was kind of funny. Yeah, I don't know why he had a skateboard, like, over his head. <laughs> he was holding it over his head. I don't know. Um, no one was, there wasn't much dancing in this episode. There was a, there was a little bit of class time. Obviously, Abigail being the sack of potatoes she is. Mm-hmm. And, um, her being, uh, there was a part where she was, like, alone like when she was alone wearing her like pink leotard and cover-up like she was she was like she was dancing but it seemed it wasn't like a fluid like solo or anything it was just like her like doing different poses moves moves, yeah moves yeah nothing really spectacular the music uh I i have a few notes about the music actually okay um there's one song that they mentioned as being like soft guitar music and it's, like, it's right after Christian and Aaron have their little, like, their last fight. Mm-hmm. Like, the really, the really bitter one. Mm-hmm. And it's not good. I don't recall. Yeah, like, it's, it's really, it's really, it's really, like, off-brand Mumford and Sons. Like, that's the vibe I get from it. Oh. Yeah. And in the antique store, there was really cute music playing when they went in. Like, it was just really, like, bouncy and, like, fun. Yeah. Because it's just, like, look at this wonderful, cute place that we stumbled into. Yeah. So, this is yet another episode where it's like, why is the show called Dance Academy? It should yeah. just be called The Academy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's... I think... I get what you mean, but it's also, like, a good show because it is, like... Oh, we want to just have a fun teen show, but then kind of add a different element, so it's not just, like, any high school in the world. Yeah, so it's just this. Yeah. But, I don't know. It was good. I really don't like Aaron. Um, Yeah, me neither. And Abigail being really mean isn't very fun to watch. Yeah, Abigail being mean, mean and funny is okay, but Abigail being mean... And not funny is and stealing. A, and stealing, being a kleptomaniac. Yeah. Is a little bit less fun. Like the thing of control, I was like, okay, that's like a good way to give reason. And I know that like you're dealing with like mental health issues, but also like don't steal. In this episode, it feels like her entire character is breaking down. Oh yeah. It's For like sure. it feels like the start of a descent into not madness. But, like... I don't think it's a start. I think it's been starting. Well, yeah, I know, but she started... This is when she starts falling off the wagon. Yeah. Like, I feel like with the kleptomania and the acting, like, crazy Tatara, 
Like there's there's a little bit like this is this is where the bad the bad the really bad stuff with Abigail begins. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's the show. How would you rate it? How would I rate it? We didn't talk about Uggs or anything. Were there Uggs in this episode? Um, Ugg to Aaron's entire character. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, Aaron. Why? Why did... Like, I mean, they needed someone to show Christian's past to, like, everyone because he was never going to tell them. Yeah. He but just wasn't likable. He just wasn't a likable guy. I mean, I don't think that he was meant to be, but he wasn't. Doesn't matter. Um, Ugg to everyone not, like, noticing Kat, or Abigail's problems but not saying anything about them. Or really caring much. That's good. Yeah, like, that's definitely an ug. Like, like Tara didn't seem to, like... Like, it, it's not that she didn't, like, do anything about it. Like, she definitely asked Abigail, but she didn't seem to care much when she was. It's just... I think it's hard for outsiders to understand, like, exactly how bad an issue is. That's definitely Until, true. like, you... It's, like, slaps you in the face. Yeah. Yeah, I think you covered all the things that I was exasperated with. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I would rate this episode. Like, it definitely wasn't... I I always like... I like the I like the Kleptomania arc a lot. And I think the Aaron one is okay, too. Probably an 8. I'd give this 8 out of 10 antique mirrors. That's pretty high. Yeah. I like this episode a lot. Okay. I think it... I, I love Christian's story, and this was, like, other than the first time he was introduced, this is, like, the, this is, like, the first we're getting of it. Yeah. Of the whole criminal boy stuck in ballet school. What's he, what's he like? Yeah. What's he up to? I didn't, I don't like this episode, but it's a good episode. Mm. So I will get it. Give it seven out of ten black forest cakes. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much all we have to say about this. Yeah. I mean, as much as there was for the episode, like it was mostly plot and not a lot of other stuff. Does that make sense? Like yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't like deep. Just like yeah. It was just, it was plot, and it was, like, slight advancements of pretty much all of the characters, except for Sammy and Kat. Mm-hmm. Nothing much more than that. It, it did what it needed to do. Yeah, it was, it served as Christian's exposition, Abigail's, the, the like, beginning of Abigail's, like, real problems. Real story. Real story. And Tara being completely oblivious again. Yeah, as usual. <laughs> So tune in next time and we'll talk about episode 11. Which is called, what is it called? I don't remember. Uh, One Perfect Day. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's when Paige comes. Abigail's little sister. We're excited to speak about it. Yeah, we'll get to it. Talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye.